The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. As the theme song says, loving, life, learning, getting laid. One can only hope, okay? <laughs> We're working on it. I had a really weird dream about my ex-boyfriend's dick last night. Coming in hot, Lunar Eclipse. What's up? Some things be retrograde. I had the wildest dream last night, too. Wow. It was like a apocalyptic scenario where we were running out of air and people were just like dropping like flies and it was very strange. Elizabeth, No. We need a dream well, analysis. I, We're I, working on I it. I started going to um, dream analysis talk therapy. Yeah. I was supposed to go today, but I missed it because we had work to do. We did. So I, I have got to reschedule, but it's very fascinating. My subconscious, and yours it sounds like, is alive and Running well. Running wild. My images always have to, like a lot has to do with like dating and weird fucking shit, but then uh, once in a while I'll get like a flying freaky apocalypse stream. I was in a crazy movie. If you're just joining us and you've never listened to this show before, I'm Elizabeth Cott. I am Stephanie Sambari. Welcome. And if you're an old friend, hi. Hello. Thanks for joining us again. Hello. Speaking of old friends, yeah. we've got one on the show today. We do. We're really excited. We've got our dear friend, Sophia Bush. You guys might know her from One Tree Hill. Okay. Chicago PD. Okay. And her insanely informative Instagram account at oh. Sophia Bush. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, she's our, she's an activist, pundit perhaps one day. I think one day. Woman of the people. Exactly. It's an inspiration. For sure. I read her post and I'm like, how are you so fucking smart? Articulate. What's happening? Wonderful, witty, wise. Just when you think that God doesn't give with both hands, you meet Sophia Bush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you're like, There's so wow. much info in the convo. Shall yeah. we just like... Pivot on over to that? I think that we shall. That feels cute. And then we'll catch you guys at the end for Roses and Thorns. Because we know you're sticking around. We're just so excited to have you back. You've just truly championed us through every phase of the show, and it means the world. Thank you. And I think initially so many people found us through you and your massive platform. Hey, hey. So thank you. Thanks, guys. I got got the best peeps in the biz, man. You really do. And The I trolls have. come for me every once in a while and they're evil, but like my people are really, really good in an offset. Did Hillary and Bill not tell you that you should run for office? Wasn't that what you, we discussed? Yes, President Clinton told me to run for president. President Clinton. Which was pretty weird. <laughs> the both of them. Like, yeah, I mean, listen, she is the president. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's just not in the White House. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. I was like, Como say what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Insane. It was pretty wild. Is that like an um, unofficial endorsement? It was pretty wild because wow. you know I, uh, I I was one of the stops on their speaking tour. Yeah, and uh, I interviewed them, and we were meant to speak for an hour, and we stayed on stage for an hour and a half, and their chiefs of staff were just like they've never had so much fun. Like that was so great, and they then they invited me to dinner, and and there was like eight of us at dinner, and at dinner we like really got into it because there were some questions that if if I'd been interviewing them in the states, there were some questions I would have asked, but I did the interview in Vancouver, and it was like okay. talking about the you know the hindsight lessons of the crime bill, for example, like isn't going to resonate with an audience in Canada. They're going to be like, what the fuck is that? Right. So I I but I did you know I went over my prep doc with you know, the, the staff members. And then 
they said, like, look, don't answer any of these questions, but, like, remember where we are. And so I said, can I ask some of these later or before? And they were like, go ham. Like, You're like, I have a journalism like they, degree. They, yeah. <laughs> but that's also, like, that's real leadership, right? Yeah. When you're open to your mistakes as well as your successes. And it was really interesting to go through those decisions made at that time mm-hmm. with the president and for him to be really vulnerable and talk about what they didn't know and what they were trying to do and and how, of course, if we had the social science data that we have now, that would have been done differently. But that that's the, the most sort of difficult and unseen part of leadership is that you're often having to choose between one option, which isn't great, and another option that's bad. Right. And those are your only choices. There isn't some unicorn third option. What was your biggest takeaway from that experience walking away? I just was reminded of what I truly love to do. And what I truly love to do is have deep conversations with people that are vulnerable, that are curious, that are challenging but not nasty, and that can push everyone's ability to expand the way that they think critically. I think critical thinking skills are like the sexiest thing in the world. (laughs) I'm such a dork, but like, sorry, not sorry, it's me. And so it, it just reminded me to do more of what I love. And it reminded me, you know, to not back down that whether you like them or not, to incredible political leaders and public servants who have done an incredible amount of good for the world and always chosen to take very human failure in stride and and continue growing and always always making more and more choices toward more and more of the right side of history which I think is a great sign of evolution said to me like keep doing this this is where you should be and where is your book and where is your interview show and when are you running for office and I was like shit. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, so Oprah told me to do a show. And now the Clintons have told me to do a show and maybe I should get my shit together. <laughs> Thanks to my, my sweet brother chef. I've, <laughs> I've, I've now, I was joking. Cause last year I met Milana Snow, Justin's girlfriend. I've been on, on my emails birthday. with her. She's the best. Yes. And so I'm like, two years in a row, you're my birthday present. Like how lucky am I? Cause we've been on now two trips together and she is an incredible healer and teacher she got me starting to like get into my birthday on this 40 day daily seven minute abundance meditation that I'm now I don't know six days into but she does these incredible healing experiences and and like meditations online so like hundreds of people I think we we have we've always had this barrier to access to like great healers to great doctors to you know people who are really helpful. And it's really democratizing access to wellness and to that space of real energetic wellness and sort of consideration for self that I think has been downplayed for so long. Mm. Leading into my birthday this year, I was like, oh, I don't feel like I've aged in years. I feel like I've gone through phases. Mm. And it's and it's the phases that are actually more important. Like, what the, what does a calendar year mean? It doesn't mean shit. It's just like a little bit more Botox, really. My friend Kristen, who does <laughs> one, do you. you guys have met, she oh, like yeah. doesn't count her birthdays. She just like never subscribes to it. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Does it's, she not know how old she is? She does, but would probably have to think about it. Like, it just doesn't. Yeah. It's nothing she clocks. I and like it's that. Very cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like I'm I like gonna that adopt vibe. that. <laughs> I I think of. I think more about birthdays now as like a true New Year's Mm. where I'm like, this is a chance to set a new tone for myself. Mm -hmm. But 
my my years have all been grouped into these phases and in certain ways like we were talking about I did my first job for nine years that's insane like I lost a decade and it felt like four years so in a way I have felt like I was you know 40 since I was seven and I also still sort of feel like I'm 25 and I don't know what's going on I do too but I know that I feel the best that I have ever felt yeah I know that things are changing in me energetically, emotionally. I know that like my sense of nuance and depth is growing. I know that despite the fact that I suffered a horrific stunt injury while I was working in Chicago and literally have not been able to exercise for the last two years, like to be aging and and to like put weight on and to be like, what do I do with this body? Like whose body is this? Mm -hmm. Something's happened in the last couple of weeks. I've been doing a lot of work over the last six months to start to try to open up that injury. And like, as what of three was weeks it? ago, I tore um, ligaments in my hip Ugh. and like the scar tissue that it caused and the imbalance that it caused. And then like the, what was happening in the left hip caused stuff in the right shoulder and the right ankle. And so my right ankle mobility was fucked. It's like your whole body is so interconnected. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't dealing with the, emotional trauma that I was in and it got really easy to think about like oh I have this physically traumatic thing Mm. and now I've gone through all of it and I know you go through it forever but I've like I've really been putting in and as of two weeks ago I have woken up every day and my five plus years of chronic pain is gone whoa and I'm moving again and on my birthday on Monday I started back in the gym And, like, my body feels ready to be strong. I can feel this, like, energetic weight shedding. I've had some really illuminating aha moments in the last couple of weeks. And, like, I'm still living in this person who is working on healing. But when I tell you I've never felt, like, lighter fucking more in it I like I'm like girl you look good Uh, yeah when was the last time I thought that I don't think about it I like you know most days I like get up and throw sunscreen on and walk out the door like I don't I'm not really that obsessed with it I think because when I'm working when I'm on a set like I have to spend so much time in hair and makeup it's like all so annoying and I just I'm like in it and I'm like oh this is a different thing like I really like being in here I like being in this body that just gave me chills I like being in this brain I like being in this heart I like being in these friend groups I like I like being in my house like everything feels so good and I wouldn't change a thing about what it took to get here Maybe like two things. There might be like two <laughs> things that I'm like, that could have been a little bit, that could have been a little less bad. But even that, I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah, but I'm always so know. grateful for like my weird, bad mistake times yeah. or all this stupid shit because A, that like, I think that makes me like a better storyteller. Mm. It makes me like more able to be loose with like who, like who I am as like a comedian or whatever. It's like all that shit that I went through. Mm. Or, and then also into like moving into business and creativity. It's like, I don't think you can be confident with who you are if you haven't like faltered. It's made fuck yeah. ups. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like, well, it's not that. <laughs> so I'm doing really good. Yeah. And if everything had been perfect and you start to kind of make mistakes as you get older, that's when it's like, that's a mind fuck. Yeah. So I think that's great. That's really yeah. cool. So this body worker that you've been seeing, different trainer, than yours? Different. Okay. Trainer. So I, I'm bringing this up because we've had more than one listener message us saying, you guys have to have Soph's 
trainer uh-huh. on your show. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's in motion. Don't like, worry. It's all coming. So talk to us a little bit. Give us a little teaser of the type of work she does because it's yeah. really interesting. So I, the the whole way that I've been getting back into my body is thanks to my incredible friend, Anna Ray. She developed this method called GST starting 20 years ago. She was in insane chronic pain and was like, there are things that I understand about how to open and move my body um, as a former dancer that like doctors don't talk about and I don't understand why. And she basically... Is it gyrotonics? No. Oh, a different thing. Okay. Totally I different. I think I've asked you that before. And I'm sorry. there's no machine. Okay. You're in a class. You're like at a bar. But it's her method. Okay. And the whole thing is about getting into the fascia layer of the body. And like fascia is our second skin. Mm-hmm. And it's fluid. It's disgusting. It's, Have you ever seen a video of it? I mean, I'm into it. It's, <laughs> this no, one? I'm are you kidding? Like, no. I'm obsessed with it. I'm like, get me in there. <laughs> During my yoga teacher training, they like showed us videos of that. And I was like, I've seen enough. <laughs> they start like peeling it off the It's like pretty incredible. It's sick. But fascia (laughs) moves with energy and moisture and requires lubrication and, and it can calcify and ossify and like no one's ever taught us how to be in our bodies and open it and move it and retrain like where do our joints sit in our hips where you know certain things tighten and get misaligned and then everything keeps going and so she has this incredible methodology where you go to class or you can like get her videos online and you start to open your body and the mobility she creates in people the mobility she's given to me like I ran a mile on Wednesday. I've not run in literal years. Like, it's the most painful thing for me. Wow. And I didn't love it by any means, by the way. Like, running is just not my shit. I want to be that person who, like, wakes up at 6 a.m. and puts in a ponytail and makes an espresso and goes for a run. I want to be her. And I just am coming to terms with the fact that I think I'm not. Mm -mm. But it's fine. I'm other things. Yes. But... She has. I think we all want to be that person to the point when I see yeah. someone running, I'm like, my first thought is "fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> no, my I'm like, so bothered. I my first thought when I like see someone running who looks awesome at it is like that little moment of like fifth grade envy where I'm like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've been doing all of this incredible like opening and fascial work and and moving things through the body. And she'll literally put you on these wood rollers and make you get into the thing that hurts you and talk you through how to release that. Mm. How to how to literally like she uses this analogy about dropping the like pain in your body like a bag of frozen peas over the roller. Like let it oh, wow. fall over. Let Whoa. it and it I can't explain it. I have more awareness and relationship to my own body. And for years I have known but not really understood that my body knows before my brain can necessarily understand. Because I like data. I like to have a fact. I like to look at both sides of an argument and then figure out what's right based on, you know, all of these points and all of this research, which is, like, not a great thing when you're, you know, for example, trying to date. And you're like, yes, I mean, this is a really bad behavior, but also this could be the reason for it. So I don't know if I'm going to – like, not okay. Yeah. And my body has always been like, "Uh uh-uh, uh-uh, or, oh, that feels fun. And go toward that thing. We're curious about that. And I have not always listened because I'm so into the rationalization or intellectualization of things. Right. And as I've been learning, and I had a meditation teacher a while back teach me about sacral knowing, which is literally that like, uh uh-huh, or 
uh-uh reaction that your body has to something and trust that. Getting into GST with Anna has put me in such good communication with my body that the minute something comes up and I'm like, no, that's cool. Not even personal. That's just not for me. Or this feels really safe or interesting or um, inspiring. I'm going to go, I'm going to go that way. And what I'm learning is that the more that you listen to your body, the more that your body starts to relax because your body knows it can trust you. Mm. And so the more that I am in relationship with myself that way, the more of my stress is going away, the more of mm. my chronic pain has gone away in my hip. I have had, as you know, the most insane TMJ. Like I've cracked holes in my molars and I break night guards. Like it's not a joke. <laughs> I haven't worn a night guard I in six months. I put a hole in, hole in my mouth guard. Yeah. I had to get my teeth grinded down so they don't touch in the back. Well, my TMJ <laughs> is gone. Stop. Gone. Anna does all of this work opening through your shoulders, through your jaw, all of this facial fascia stretching. Uh, gone. Wow. Like gone. And people recently have been like, wow, your skin looks really great. And I'm like, honestly, I think it's her. Wow. Like I think it's all of this stuff that's moving in my body. My body is less congested. Mm. And I can feel my strength starting to come back online mm. like a year ago if you'd asked me to go to the gym literally I would have gone like this like I, I would like shrink into a turtle shell the idea of exercising put me into this like oh god it just felt so bad my body was like please no more no more no more like my hip hurt so bad mm. and now I'm like I want to go for a hike I want to get out I want to go to the gym I want to like give me something to lift and I'm like what's happening and it's so it's wonderful. Wonderful. I also think it's interesting that this is happening for you at the same time of like you're not in Chicago anymore. You're like liberating yourself from certain frameworks around work. Mm -hmm. And it's like like your body, it's in its perfect time mm -hmm. with your spirit. Mm -hmm. And interesting too that, you know, look, like I understand what relative privilege all looks like. And I understand I experience a lot of privilege as like you know, a white, educated, thin woman in the world. But like when you have been a person who is active your whole life and then you can't exercise for two years and like your body I would, literally I would completely go insane. changes. Yeah. I had to learn to love this body. Yeah. I had to learn to be like, I'm going to stop trying to make that thing fit and I'm going to get this other thing. And I'm going to be like, whose big fleshy body is this? And like, maybe it's not a big body in the world, but for me, it feels like it is like, for me, it feel it feels different. And I had to get to a point where I was like, okay, girl, like get your fucking like Italian, like <laughs> fleshy body on. Like, okay. And as and when I started being nice to my body despite whose standards it lived up and to. And your own judgment. Yeah. Like we're so mean to ourselves. So mean. And I've kind of just gone, no. I'm not going to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cool. Do you know how lucky I am to, like, be in a body that takes me places, that goes on walks, that, like, explores cities, that takes airplanes to cool places and does cool speaking engagements? And, like, this body is badass. Who gives a fuck? And, like, now that I'm having that experience, I'm like, oh, I'm starting to get strong again. Yeah. Mentally, Oh, I can too. move again. Yeah, because you're not occupying that, your brain with that, that connection. Thought. Yeah. It's just, like so in sync with one another yeah 
And like when you stop telling your body it's bad, Mm -hmm. your body starts behaving like it's good. So true. Turn that Lizzo up and let's get going. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, she has been like, that woman is my anthem. Last year, I've just been like, yes, 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 yes. I know. I feel like we all thought. like twerking, playing the flute. I was like, Is there anything better? No. I feel like we all thought we discovered her. Like I was like on her hard and then she like blew up and I'm like, this is because of me. You're like, I did it. And then everyone was like, we've all been listening to her. Now like the world has just discovered her. But yeah, she's fucking amazing. Do you want to come on the show, Lizzo? Lizzo, please. (laughs) Let's pause for a second to say hello to one of our partners today. Hello, Daily Harvest. Hi, Daily Harvest. This is very apropos for today's episode because I actually first learned about this brand in our guest today's freezer. Wow, what a full circle moment. Isn't that so Oprah full circle? It really, really is. So Daily Harvest, guys, is a company that delivers thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted food built on fruits and vegetables and can be prepared in less than five minutes. And I have to say, for a summer moment, I love it because summer is that time of year where you're just out and about, you're eating out, you're drinking, you're just having fun, you're... You want to be fit, but you're like, fuck it, fun's more important. <laughs> so it's really nice to have something at your house that is giving you it's a nice go-to that health and wellness moment without overthinking it or creating more stress. Yeah. So Daily Harvest is single serving cups that are the ultimate grab and go experience. We've got smoothies. We've got harvest bowls. Lattes. We've got chilled soups. Lattes. You name it. It's so fun. When I first saw this, I opened up Soph's fridge our freezer and I saw these like beautiful little cups all like colorful and snazzy and I was like what is this and of course they were delicious too they have 65 different options or more than 65 different options and you can customize your box for delivery it's so exciting and I'm just such a fan I just want to drink the lattes and that mint chocolate chip smoothie the smoothies are for the rest of my life and I love that when you open it up and you throw it in your Nutribullet or whatever you use if you're fancy, you know, your Vitamix. Shout out to my new ninja. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you see it's just like layers of beautiful fresh fruits and vegetables. And then you just know you're nourishing yourself. Yeah. And if you want, you can pop in an additional thing. Like Just use your creativity. It's really fun. So go Dailyharvest.com. Enter promo code retrograde and you're going to get three free cups in your first box. That's retrograde for three free Daily Harvest cups at dailyharvest.com. I love it. It's yummy. back to the convo. Bye. I really want to talk about a project that I know that you have been working on with our friend Nia for years that has really taken a huge turn. I feel like I'm seeing it written about everywhere, which makes me so insanely proud, especially being a Detroit girl myself. Detroit blows. Yes. Please tell us everything. So... Nia is one of my best friends and comes from working in the media world. She was at Viacom for a long time and does a lot of work at BET and is also a native Detroiter. And it would be interesting because Nia and I would have to go to things together. Like, you know, it's Emmy week or it's whatever. And and what better thing than to be able to like go and get your work done? Because what we don't talk about is like those events that are on TV that look glamorous. Like, fuck that. It's work. You're like doing the thing and having the conversation and figuring out who's doing what. It's like, it's intense. Yeah. Lovely, but intense. And so when we can do that stuff together, it's like such a dream because we can have a friend date and also be like, oh my God, our jobs are weird. And it was weird for us because we could never really go and get our hair done together. And if we... Why is that? Because Nia's black. Okay. And like textured hair is different. Right. And... 
the when we talk about you know micro to macro aggression what women of color face is just different than us and there are places that we have been where I've heard someone go, um, well, your hair is so thick, so there's going to be an extra charge because it's going to take us longer to give you a blowout. Uh, fuck that. Or like, um, we have to see if we have somebody here right now who knows how to do your hair. Or, and I'm like, how do you run a salon and not know how to do hair? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like this idea that you know how to do white hair and not hair for women of color. Like you don't know how to do textured hair. Like then you don't know how to do hair. Yeah. And you're fired. Literally. Yeah. And we got sick of it. And we also started looking at the way that beauty, which nobody talks about, but like the beauty industry is still one of the most segregated industries out there. Oh, yeah. And then you start thinking about how the beauty industry is so toxic. Like women who work in salons who give keratin straightening treatments are like have damage to their esophageal tracts and their lungs from the chemicals because when you heat those the keratin from those straightening treatments it literally off gases like formaldehyde and crazy i mean what? it's so bad for Did you, you. know it's that bad for you like when oh you get God. into what's in makeup when you get into what's in nail polish like, yeah it's bad and so we said okay there is there is often a barrier to entry for women of color and when you consider, like, what the gathering places are, like, what the barbershop is meant to be, if women continue to be self-segmented based on where they go and they get these treatments and they spend a couple hours in the chair and all the white girls are in one place and all the Persian girls are in one place and all the black girls are in one place, like, we're not overlapping. We're not learning what each other needs. And it was it became obvious to us having this conversation because we do have other friends in our friend group who are Persian, who are Hispanic, who are like, you know, go down the line. And you realize that this is a place where women have no overlap. That's so interesting. And we were like, well, fuck this shit o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so Nia's other best friend, Katie Cockrell's the best, and Katie is biracial. So we all start having this conversation and Katie's like, uh, yeah. And I walk into all these spaces and people are like, well, what are you? And so she starts inputting on what her experience is like, depending on what community she's in. And is it a passing experience or not? Or, you know, and the three of us were just like, okay, we got to change this. Mm. And so Detroit Blows was born and you know, it's a blow dry salon. We're a little cheeky. And also Detroit as a city has withstood so many blows to its morale and always comes back stronger. And as this revitalization of downtown was happening and revitalization often means gentrification, we were like, well, where are the women of color at the table who are talking about what downtown Detroit needs to look like and feel like? And so for the first year of our business, we Nia and Katie did all of our meetings, and in every meeting I was pitched as the lead investor. Because what I didn't want was for us to start getting press, celebrity, actress, and friends build business. Mm. I was like, uh-uh, that's not what this is. Like, I'm here to be an advocate. Yes, I'm an equal partner. I'm a creative person. I can push a press strategy. I can get out there and talk about this in the world because I do have the platform I have. But, like, hell no. Mm. Like, Nia and Katie will lead the charge of every single one of these conversations. Like, you will take a meeting with us, and if I help being, like, a shiny, you know, cat toy to dangle to get us in the door, awesome, cool, <laughs> like, I'm here for it. But I'm not going to speak in that meeting. Like, my black best friend is going to speak in that meeting. And, you know, I'm, I'm obviously 
I'm always very sensitive to like white people who are like, but I have a black friend. But it for us, it was more about really figuring out, making clear that there was no like, this is the starring vehicle. It mm-hmm. was like, no, this this is going to be led by these two women and like I'm a partner but I'm the I'm the last person you need to be talking to here like I'll handle the forward stuff ask them the questions like and and that felt very very awesome for us and then it was right around our year birthday where we started to talk to people about how we built the business and everyone was like wait you're a co-founder in the business and I was like yes psych <laughs> like we we did it and we didn't need to say that and we right. didn't we didn't need to outsize attention we we really were very very intentional about how we looked at all of this stuff and you know we were studying ways that people come in and revitalize communities that's it was so devastating to us when Nipsey Hussle died because we were like oh my god we've been studying like what he's doing with Marathon what he's doing in LA and like one of our goals eventually was like when he builds that building we want to see if like if we can get a sloss and blows like going, we want to, we want to partner with his community. We want to, you know, make sure that we're doing what we're doing in Detroit, which is hiring an incredibly diverse staff, making sure we have parity on staff, making sure that every woman who works for us, whether she is a woman of color or a white woman knows how to do hair for women of color and white women. All of our makeup artists can do any kind of skin, any color of skin. We use all non-toxic products. Our nail bar is all non-toxic. We have pops, It's all of those things? Everything. Wow. It's a full service salon. We don't do color because most color is so chemically laden, but we're working on researching the right kinds of hair color so that we can eventually bring that into the salon. But it's like, come get a cut, come get a blowout, come get ready for your wedding, come get your braids taken out and get a deep conditioning treatment, get a manicure, get your makeup done. And it's cool because we now have guys who come in who are like, oh, if I, can I get like my, can I get my braids taken out here and get a condition? And we're like, hell yes, you can. That's amazing. Also, would you like a whiskey? (laughs) You know? Wow. And it is located in like the coolest little pocket of downtown where there's so much fun stuff happening and it's, I walk by and I'm just like so proud to see it. It's on Library Street. We've been trying to get Nia on the show forever. Well, next time she comes home, we'll do it. Yeah, she's been in Michigan and, but it's so funny. She's also like kind of mic shy. A yeah. little bit. And Which so is she's so like- crazy because she is the most eloquent, beautiful speaker. We spoke together at the Fashion Tech Forum in New York and Poppy Harlow from CNN interviewed us and it was just like the most fun. And Nia was so nervous and we got off the stage and I was like, literally, like, where is your Gail King moment? Like, <laughs> you are, she is kill. She just kills it. Her, the way that she thinks and the way that she looks at the world, like she's one of the people who inspires me the most. And it's been so much fun for us to go out and, and talk about building this brand and talk about how we want to give women the opportunity to be together. And it's been really cool. Like you walk into the salon and what it looks like is I think what the future looks like. As we said, your Instagram is an amazing source for what's like happening in the world, but mm-hmm. you also just like have an eye for cool. What do we need to know about? Or what's like tickling your fancy nowadays. What am I loving right now? So one of our sweet friends, Justin Beretta, who's like, you know, the world's coolest DJ, Cash. Like the Glitch Mob is the sickest band ever. But he's also a full-blown philosopher. Like he meditates with Ram Dass. He is all up on sort of the human relationship to nature and all of this really incredible stuff. Justin 
years ago gave me this book. It's called The Five-Minute Journal, which is like the thing that sort of will help you enter into journal writing. And it's sat on my nightstand for years, and I had never opened it. And <laughs> I mean, I opened it, and I think I wrote in it once. And then I get distracted because I was in this phase where I wasn't asking for help, which also meant I wasn't helping myself. And now in this sort of new birth, rebirth of life, I started that also on my birthday. And so I've been journaling in the five-minute journal every day. And when I tell you shit is already different, it's like, it's crazy. So I'm very into that book. I also just read this book. It's a collection of essays that was edited by this woman, Michelle Felgate, who I just think is incredible. She's a really beautiful writer. And she wrote an essay years ago called What My Mother and I Don't Talk About that became kind of a viral sensation. And and she turned it into a book. And so it's 15 essays from 15 writers. And it's good relationships with mothers, bad relationships with mothers, abusive relationships with mothers from the perspective of men, of women. It's revelatory. Mm. Like I read the book in a day and a half. I can't ever let anyone borrow it because it's like underlined (laughs) and dog-eared and like I have notes everywhere in it like to death. Like I had I ordered two new copies so I could give them away because I was like this is this is really important. Um, What's it called? It's called uh, What My Mother and I Don't Talk About. Oh it's the okay. Yeah and it's just it's amazing and like you know my parents are great but like everyone has stuff with their family. Yeah. And it, it's just, very, it's very illuminating about relationships. Cool. Um, so I love that. Summer reading list. Summer reading. I just clocked that so hard. I've really needed a book that yeah. is going to hold me, hold um, my attention and you, hold me. You called, <laughs> you called this out. Your necklace. Yeah. Love. I'm like, I'm so into like cancer season right now. Yes. And I have this like beautiful cancer pendant from the last line, I'm which is a great. with that line. They're they amazing. really troll them. And they're, you know, they're a woman owned business. They're here in LA. She was just like, we should be making like real fine jewelry at accessible price points. So obviously it's like more expensive than most of the shit that we see out there. But it's also like. Usually, not it's without the markup that yeah, we normally see. It's for without fine the four hundred percent markup at like the bougie jewelry places that we know about that none of us can afford to shop at. And so I, I'm really into a the intentionality behind the brand, the fairness of the brand, and I just I love the woman who created it, and I just want to support women who are doing cool things Her in the stuff world. Is so if we're shouting cool. out female jewelry makers, I'd like to shout out Communion by Joy because I'm literally the biggest fan of hers. Oh yeah. And I message her every day and I'm like, I'm gonna buy something from you soon, I promise. I just need an extra money for jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Oh I totally that jewelry I'm budget. Saving money for a ninja blender, but once I get that I'll quickly buy myself a I mean, tourmaline. I'm trying to think about like what else? What else do you want to know? I feel like what I'm I'm really getting inspired by from what you're talking about is just that like cultivating that environment for yourself. Mm. I think that some of us can get, and I'm speaking for myself, like we get in a low place when we're not when we're not prioritizing that exact thing. Like yes. there's something so calming and beautiful and fortifying about just going outside to your garden or, you know, just taking a walk around the block with your dog, in my case, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like these little things that are easily looked over because they don't fit into like our productive schedule or what we think of in like the bigger picture of like mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you can't really show up for those things if you're not really cultivating those like nourishing moments that mm. don't mean anything in the world. They just mean something They're to like you. They're like necessity for human life, though. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and so much of the world has excised 
life from like productivity, efficiency, like blah, blah, blah. it's like they want us to be robots. Yeah. And part of the beautiful thing about humanity is quiet. It's breathing. It's being outside. It's and it can be five minutes a day. Fucking like, contemplation is lost because of Instagram. Yeah. We recently did a social media cleanse mm-hmm. with our that so retrograde people. Yeah. What are, where are you at with like use because you have such a brilliant platform that you use in such an intentional, mindful, cool way. Where do you balance the line? Because it is part of mm-hmm. your job, but it's also supposed to be something that's like fun and not important mm-hmm. and not serious. I don't look at my social media as part of my job. Cool. I look at it as my one clear channel of freedom. Mm. Ooh. Like that's where Swerve. I get to say what yeah. I want to say. Where I get to talk about what I want to talk about. And by the way, if anything, it's been a detractor from my job. Like, I have been up for major brand campaigns and they're like, oh, she's too political. We're not doing it. <sighs> like, you literally, I got like into a contract on a deal that would have been huge for me. And like some person from the legal team at the brand was like, she used the word pussy on Instagram. And I was like, <gasps> I was quoting Donald Trump. Right, by the way. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, keep your blood money. Yeah. Like, if that's a problem for you that I call out the fact that the president is a sexual assaulter, I don't want to work for you. Yeah. Like, bye. And that wasn't easy, but there there is a shift that comes with really having a hard line in what your integrity is. And so for me... I don't know. I just think about what feels important. And like, I don't think I've posted anything on Instagram in like almost a week. But I get in on news feeds. Like I have these activist like whisper groups where we are disseminating information. We're making sure we know like what's going on in Sudan, what's going on in Central America, what's happening at the border, what like, and everything is vetted. Everybody's making sure that everybody is informed. We're talking about resources and citing things. And it's really important. It's like too big of a job to do alone. Like, you know, the group that's working to push the voting on impeachment forward, the group that's working on making sure that like everybody knows what's happening to veterans right now. Like I do a lot of work with vote vets and they're incredible. So for me, there is a, if not every day, cause I do try to take days off now. I just need it for me. Yeah. And I've realized that that's okay. Like it's not all my job. And also like, it's me. Nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> cares that much. Like I'm not the president. I don't need to be like on everything all day. Yeah. And like he, is, he should be on something ever. No, he's not. <laughs> Um, like, oh my God, like my, like my ties in the military are just like, this is a fucking disaster, but here we are, which is interesting to hear. But even if I'm not posting for me or like scrolling or whatever, which I'm trying to do a lot less, I check in on those groups. I try to check in like every day, every other day and make sure that I'm disseminating information that's really important. Like looking at what was happening what is happening still in Sudan to make sure people really understand what's going on. You know, I I do have the privilege of a platform. And so when I can share a story thread on that and go check on it two weeks later and see that 199,000 people have watched those stories, I'm like, all right, this is, this is my purpose. Yeah. Like this is what I'm here for because really as a, as a storyteller, as an actor, as a producer, as a public speaker, what I want to do is tell moving stories about people. And there are no more moving stories than stories about real people. Mm-hmm. And so I have 
given myself a break that it is not my job to tell every story, nor can I. But I have also, I, I feel resting. It's like there, There's this like resting energy of using all that fire and all that power and all that inspiration to talk about what matters. Like that's the space where I feel the calmest. I love you so much. <laughs> Sophia Bush. I love you. Thank you for your wisdom and just like being out there and like mm-hmm. showing us how we can walk the walk. This is, it's just so amazing having you back here at the studio and thank you for supporting us always and being oh such God. an amazing friend. Always and forever. Inspiration to us all. Thanks. Truly. Girl. And I say that and I mean it. Really. Grill master, thought leader. Fasha influencer, <laughs> Sophia Bush. <laughs> Put that shit on my Instagram yes. bio. We there got you. Go. Amazing. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Love you too. Love you. Let's take a little break to give love to one of today's sponsors. Okay, okay, okay. We're talking about Ritual, uh-huh. the obsessively researched multivitamin designed for women by women. Hello. Created by one of my friends, Kat Schneider. Wow. Which is so exciting because the brand has completely blown up and we've been fans before they were partners. This is a great case of when we are obsessed with something and then we're like, hey, do you want to work with us? Man Jen's in the house, honey. In case you guys haven't ordered a Ritual, let us catch you up. Ritual is vegan certified, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten, and allergy-free multivitamin for women. It is revolutionary. It's an acute capsule. It's nine oily and dry ingredients, and they are on one single pill. Vitamin E, vegan omega-3 from algae, iron, magnesium, folate, vitamin K2, and vitamin B12. I really appreciate also that it's like a no nausea design so that it's gentle on an empty stomach because for me I tend to have trouble when it's like you have to take something after a meal before a meal like the specificity kind of makes me not do it on a daily basis Mm -hmm. but if I can take it whenever then I'm a fan and also so minty and delicious yes because there is a mint tab in every bottle to mask the fishy aftertaste that comes from the omega-3s gene yes which is great and then you as you know minty burp society if you you know then you know If you know, you know. Ritual did one thing and they searched the globe for the best suppliers and they are fully transparent about where they source their ingredients from. You can go online onto their website, ritual.com, and dive deeper if you so desire. And then if you head over to ritual.com slash retrograde, you can start a subscription and we have an exclusive offer for you that you'll get 10% off your first three months. Hi. And what's wonderful about that is that it just comes to your doorstep. It's another thing you don't need to think about. And you can pause it at any time, cancel it at any time. It's no like hardcore commitments that makes it confusing. True, true. You know? I love it. So that's ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash retrograde. And you will get 10% off your first three months. You're going to love it, folks. Get out there. Get out there. Now back to the convo. There it is. It's that time again. Yay! Rose, the thorn, the high, the low, the stem. What you're, what you hope to plant to grow for next time. It All is, the things. It is a great time to be planting seeds as we are through the windows of the eclipses. And it's summer, and it's nice to garden around this time. Is it? I don't really have a green thumb. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. But I'm, I'm trying stuff. I like kill succulents. Like how? Direct sun. Yes. Okay. It's only supposed to get like morning sun or night or night sun. Okay. Like going up or down. Okay. Not, not full day sun. I learned this 
while I'm overhearing someone at the garden store explaining it to somebody. Putting this on my list of things I want my man to be good at. Mm-hmm. Green thumb. Gardening. Gardening. My grandfather was an excellent gardener. That's a cute hobby. It is. It's really cute. Yeah, he loved tulips. Oh. I know, a simpler time. How's your retrograde going? You know, I think it's fine. A few little, you know, scheduling things. Mm-hmm. I've been consistently late to pretty much everything. Yeah. But I'm not stressed about it, so I feel like that's what's really important. I made them – I don't know if it's, like, a mistake or just, like, I ignored popular lore and made a hair appointment. That's not a Mercury retrograde thing. That's a Venus retrograde thing. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. But go for Different it. Different story. No. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. No, I, I – You're just not happy with the results. I just wanted a trim. Okay. And as it goes, like – and I love the girl that cut my hair and colored it. She's divine. But – it kind of she started trimming it and then we realized that like one side was shorter than the other so then the other side had to come up and then all of a sudden I had like a full chop and I was not prepared. I have to say I understand that you're going through a tough moment right now <laughs> but I wouldn't say that it's a full chop. I I don't really notice that you got your hair cut. Oh, okay. I noticed that the She's color is a little more head. mellow. I think it looks good. Yeah, I toned it down to kind of like go kind of have like a a clean slate yeah. to then maybe see what's going on. But maybe it darker, maybe lighter doesn't next time. look shorter. Who knows? Oh, yeah, okay. just so you know. No need to stress. It's all good. I'm not stressed. You're perfect the way you I'm are. I'm feeling good. I've been meditating, so, you know, we're chill. L- L- try to give Elizabeth Cott a compliment, <laughs> and she just zones out, drinks her water, and tells you to go fuck yourself. Cool, 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 cool. Um, She's Rose- like, I'm not stressed, even though what I was saying was that I was stressed. Like, I don't know what you want from me. I just kind of had to talk it out in that moment, yeah. and I think we resolved it, and now we're past it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, great. So thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, anything, like, rosy, though, coming up? Yeah. Okay. Well... Let me say this. Mm-hmm. Sing it, sister. Okay, so I think that this is a fun lady baby tip. Okay. Lady baby. That as everybody knows, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Rent the Runway fan. She is. I have corporate, pay attention to me. I love Rent the Runway. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody listening to this show? I've been ride or die since 2017. I'm a huge fan. It's like the perfect thing, I think, for all of us if we're trying to like have less things. Yeah. It's the best hack. I just re-signed up, so thank you so much. You're so welcome. Yeah. And then I actually, this is a funny full circle thing also, Kat Schneider, who founder of Ritual Vitamins, I ran into her and she told me that Vince, the clothing line, also does a rental, a similar rental thing. It's called Vince Unfold. Ooh, I'm so gonna check that out. I tried it. Uh huh. Dabbled in it. Uh huh. Here's my honest review. Tell Are you us. ready for it? I've I've never been more okay. Ready so for how anything. I how I so she told me about it and I was in the market for a nice cardigan. Mm-hmm. Like you know, a summer cardigan as one needs. Sure. And drape over the shoulders. Sure, sure. And um. The price of a, any nice, well-made cardigan is the price that I think with Vince Unfold, it's like 170 a month. So I thought, okay, let's try it for a month and see. Oh, you signed up for the subscription. You, I signed up for the subscription. Okay. So how it differs from Rent the Runway is you basically favorite 10 or more items and then they you don't know what they're going to send you. You can prioritize things in your closet or not and the, they pick based off of the options that you favorited. I'm so I don't love board. that. I don't like I that like to be very specific in my selection so I can plan my outfits for the week. 100%. So, so you're relinquishing control, which we're not on board which with. Which I don't love. Yeah. Um, and everything arrived the first time I did it. I'm not going to lie. 
Ironically enough, Vince Unfold, it arrived um, really wrinkly when no. I unfolded it. And I was like, huh, okay. But other than that, I mean, the the pieces that Vince makes obviously are really high quality. Like Gorgeous. they do beautiful wools and cashmeres and silks. And so it's a really beautifully made clothing that blends really well with things you or I already have in my wardrobe. Therefore, I'm a fan. But here's the rub that I that differs from Rent the Runway. My whole thing with Rent the Runway is I kind of have like it's cyclical. So I'll like send two pieces back and then I can select two to then have come with me, then return the other two. So there's constantly a rotation happening. Right. With Vince, you have to return everything. At the end of the the month. At the same time in order to get new stuff. So all four things have to go back. That's Unless you want to keep it to purchase it. And is it purchased for a lower rate? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's cool. I'm looking at the website and it is like a very chic. It's really look. smart. I think if you, especially if you have like a, a, as if you work in an office and that has a dress code, mm-hmm. it's really worthy of maybe you, one perusing it. I agree. Um, but here's my prediction. Predict. I think that this is where all brands will be moving within the next three years. It's so smart. Yeah. You're basically having a subscription model to your clothing line. Yeah, it's smart. And so you're oh, you can guarantee you're always bringing in a certain. But like, here's my amount thing, of clothing, like or money rather. How many times? Like, I get it for like blouses and like the reason why I like rent the runway is because like dresses, right? Like that's cool. But like, as far as like t-shirts are concerned or like sweatshirts, it's like I'm a little bit weirded out by like a sharing of a t-shirt like that's a very like sweaty moment mm. well everything that has arrived has bit with it's aside from the wrinkliness which it's fine it things happen but like actually the smell of the whatever they're using to dry clean it actually smells really lovely and doesn't smell chemically or whatever like it okay. has arrived in pristine condition feeling clean feeling great feeling like it's the first time someone's worn it okay that's chill so i just i'm kind of like my eye is out there in this world of like who is getting with the times and yeah. Vince is. So tipping my hat to you guys over there that. for being forward thinkers. Okay. I have a curveball recommendation. It has Hit nothing me. to do with fashion or sustainability. Okay. Um, and I think I'm like actually like very much like behind the eight ball on this. So I apologize, but I just have to talk about it because uh, I can't stop thinking about it. There is a movie on Netflix starring Zac Efron and Lily Collins called Incredibly Wicked and Super Vile or something. The Ted Bundy movie. Yeah, Wicked and... Let's see what's actually called so I can... Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile, which is a quote of the judge in the movie. And played by John Malkovich, which I'm always here for that. This movie is so... It's not good. It's not like a great film. But I'm just deeply disturbed at how fucking hot Zac Efron is, number one, just in general. Like, you know when there's, like, a famous person that's never on your radar? Like, Mm -hmm. some actors just, like, don't cross my desk. Right. As far as, like, fandom or, like, their work. And, like, Zac Efron has always been one of those people. It's, like, of course I've been, like, aware of him. But, like, I didn't watch High School Musical. I just never, like, I don't think I've seen. You weren't on board. I don't think I've seen any of his movies. Like, name a Zac Efron movie. Baywatch. Haven't seen it. Didn't see it either. Let's see. 
his filmography. I've literally, I think this is the first thing. No, I did see The Greatest Showman because I'm a gay oh, boy. Oh, LOL. I didn't, I didn't see that. Well, that's a, which that, is weird. That's a movie. But I do know the soundtrack. This is The Greatest <laughs> Show. Okay. I am familiar with the music from the score. Okay. So I've seen that and I've seen Hairspray. Okay. Be oh, more, wait. I saw Hairspray. There be we more go. gay stuff. Okay. <laughs> but besides that, I've never seen a damn thing he's done. And, do you guys know he's really attractive? <laughs> I actually have seen him more than once at Erewhon before. Okay, well, I go there all the time. So I know you do. Hi. Do you? Have you met? <laughs> Anyways, there's that. That's my first that's my first point of contention and problematicness is that I now have a crush on Zach Efron. Okay. Even worse is that I can't decide if like he did a great job in the portrayal of Ted Bundy, especially like after watching the the Bundy tapes and like the way that he specifically talks. So and he went method. He did. He Cute. like he did a really good job in the role, but I'm just like a little disturbed by this whole like cultural fascination and almost like celebration of these like serial killer the men. The crime of it all. Yeah, like and you know I remember when we watched you. We talked about how Penn went on. Um, a podcast and was talking about how it's more of like a cultural um, deep dive into like he talked about how his people having a crush on him as a serial killer is like a commentary on like whiteness and white male privilege and all this crazy shit and like it is true it's like we are even though the movie doesn't totally glorify him it kind of does like you see how all these women were like obsessed with Ted Bundy and going to the trial and like he, you see him naked, and it's just like it's very emotional. I gotta watch this he has now. A fucking like, what is he doing with his body? I'm so I'm so confused. I did I did go over to his YouTube a little, and he's plant based. So <laughs> what's good, boo? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's worth watching. Lily Collins is such a good actress. It's disturbing, but I literally have been thinking about this movie for three days because I'm like, I want to fuck. Zach Efron as Ted Bundy and like making all these like really dark jokes about like what have been a Ted Bundy victim like none of this is funny none of this is okay Steph and yet here I am talking about it again right it can't stop where's the line are we ready to joke about this there's 35 fucking dead women and we're like showing Zach Efron's ass like celebrating this horrific event in history it's very confusing where is did Ted Bundy pass or he's in jail? He got executed. He got okay. the death penalty. Spoiler alert. Oh, it happened in 19... <laughs> it happened in 1989. <laughs> oh, my God. Him and Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. So guess what? We're going to be in Phoenix next Where? week. Where are we going to be? Phoenix. <laughs> and joining us is an incredible spiritual teacher who talks about uh, really healing from within Katie Kyleen Sabagian. We're so excited that she's joining us. We have so excited. a very fun comedy opener as well. Leo Flowers. And we'll be at CB Live. You can find the tickets on our Instagram link. Link in bio. I also, even though I'm old, went on Facebook and uploaded it to our Facebook page and my Facebook page and my fan page because that's how much I want everyone to know about it. Amazing. Some of us are still on Facebook. Elizabeth? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> it was a wellness decision. No, it's really smart. I'm on it. Sometimes when I scroll down, I'm like, who's doing this? But people are. Cool. And Thank that's great. Thank you so much to our guest and dear friend, Sophia Bush. What a light. Thank you so much for wrapping my headphones in an organized fashion. You've changed my life. And thanks to all our listeners. We adore you and we love to hear from you. And thanks to Zach Efron for showing me your ass. And that's our show, folks. <laughs> At Sir Retrograde. And uh, do us a favor, guys. Uh, rate and review. We appreciate that. 
oh so much. I'm yeah. Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Sambari. Have a good one. See you next week. Yes, that's a retrograde.